The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's Wilbon Day. Woo-woo! Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. The always happy, lovable, huggable Michael Wilbon. Yes. Brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW. All in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. Wilbon, happy victory Tuesday. What a win. (laughs) Is that what it was? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I... I don't. I'm more confused after it. Um, I, I am. I'm more confused after it than I was going in. Even though you know, there are certain things you can point to and say, okay, this means the following. I don't know what anything means. Um, I, I, I'm not even sure. I'm glad they won because I know I don't want to move too far down the draft board in terms of a pick, which seems to be the bigger picture. I'm trying to look at the bigger picture here. Uh, I'm not a coach. I don't my livelihood doesn't depend on whether I won tonight or not. But man, um, the whole Justin Fields question and even the the Matt Eberflus question, I mean, you know, that offense looks so primitive. Um, and so just not of the modern NFL world and the penalties and the the the, 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 the Bears being the most penalized team in the league. That stinks. But then there's a defense, and God knows we don't know how to appreciate, you know, anything in Chicago except defense. The defense looks, you know, like it's growing into something. And so do you want to start that over again? And so there's just so much to just be confused about. I don't know where I, I don't know where to go. Um and I think that the, the, the phrase confused or the word confused, I share your sentiment, especially when it comes to the quarterback, because as we've had this conversation all day, every day for the last three years, you know, I said to <laughs> Sylvie earlier, I said, you know, look, I, I can look at that game. I watched it again this morning and I could point out a number of different things where I say he's a better quarterback today than he was a year ago or two years ago, but he still has the fatal flaw mechanism. And that's yeah. that you can see improvement. You can see him do some positive things. But in the fourth quarter, you can't fumble twice. Now, he was right. given the opportunity to make good on some of his mistakes. And the, the, the two-minute drive for the winning field goal was a thing of beauty. But I can't forget about the other two fumbles, Mike. And that's just yeah. where that's where you kind of yeah. get stuck if, if you're like us. Conflicted, yes. Um, because the two fumbles, because one, the, the second fumble, the one thing you've got to know when you're in field goal range, and the Vikings can't score twice, you've got to kick that field goal so that you have a twelve-three lead. You've got a two-score lead. Instead, he he puts him, he runs through traffic. It's like, okay, you can, you, I'm going to let you make the call here to call your own number. 
But damn it, there are two sidelines. Go to one of them. Go toward one of them. Don't go up the middle where six different people can get two hands on you and the ball and punch it out. That can't be done, and that doesn't take till the third year of the NFL to learn. It shouldn't. And so, yes, I get infuriated by that. But then, you know, there are plays that he can keep alive long enough with still, still a leaky offensive line. It's better, and it would get better with another draft pick, a high one, with a kid from Notre Dame or a kid from Penn State, I'm thinking specifically. But I, I, I don't know, and this is hard. And, and the people who get paid – Lots of money. They may act like it's not hard. It's hard for them, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, this is what I present to both of you. Like, I, uh, again, I can show you highlights of things that make you feel like, wow, that's really good. But at the end yeah. of the day, at the end of right now in 2023, Justin has 13 total touchdowns, 12 passing and one rushing. He's got 10 total turnovers, six interceptions, four fumbles. And for his career, based on my math, he's got 47 total touchdowns and 38 total turnovers, 27 interceptions and 11 lost fumbles. And I think, Mike, you know, as Sylvie and I were talking, some people, for some strange reason, want to overlook fumbles and don't think that they're as penalizing as interceptions when, in fact, they're worse. They're worse because of the field position. Yes, the field position. See, that's. And that's what gets me with the fumbles is the field position and the time of game. And so the circumstances, the particulars. And so it's just like, oh, my God, really? Can he not get better with that? And I'm going to tell you something. I think you're much more likely to cut down on the interceptions than the fumbles. Yes. I think there's much more learning when it comes to the interceptions than it is the fumbles, which people, you can go back and look at quarterbacks through history who have not gotten better in that area. And I don't know. I, I don't, but, you know, I, got, I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, and I don't know if – I also don't know if – I just don't know about bringing – if you're going to get a new quarterback, then damn it, you've got to get a new offensive coaching staff. Yes. Well, yeah. Otherwise, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that this staff is going to coach – Caleb Williams. I don't want to hear oh, that. Oh, no, or, no, no, no. Totally or Drake no, May. No. Don't want to hear it. No way. Yeah, you're, And I you're... know that they've made strides defensively. I get it. I can see it. But this, this NFL is an offensive NFL. It's like, you know, it's like Tom Brady was talking about, and I agree with, like, all the stuff Brady said, all, almost all of it. And no, not almost. I agree with all of it. You know, I've told you guys, head coaching is now inferior to what it was 30 years ago. And Brady gave voice to all this, and I it's like, God bless him for having the stones to say it. And it's one of the reasons I think Brady's going to be great as an analyst when he finally joins Fox. Is that I don't care what he was as a player. He might be like Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman never said anything worth remembering in front of his locker as a player. I know because I often stood there. And then Troy Aikman is uh, – we're having Troy on the show tomorrow. T- Troy is one of my favorite people to listen to the last 20 years. And so I think Brady's going to be the same way. And Brady, you know, brings those points out about um, about the uh, coaching and the league and what it is and what it isn't. And I don't know what to make of it and who's going to coach the new Bears quarterback or the current one. Well, look, you, you've been high and you've not been uh, scared of Jim Harbaugh. You've told us this before in the last couple of weeks. So let me ask you this question about Jim Harbaugh. What do you think is the biggest roadblock for the Bears acquiring Jim Harbaugh? Is it money? 
Is it their fear of what happened at Michigan, or is it competition from other teams? Other teams. I mean, suppose, you know, he could go to the Raiders and he could still coach Justin Fields. Um, The Raiders, the Chargers, they're going to need a new coach. They got a quarterback, and I don't think anybody's saying he's got shortcomings. Um, there'll be, there're going to be other teams out there that need a head coach. I mean, the Washington franchise, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh thinks about the, the kid who plays here. Um, I don't know what he thinks about fields versus Williams, or I don't know how much he's seen of Drake may. I, I, I suspect he's seen more of the, of the big 10 and PAC 12 quarterbacks. That's just, that's just a suspicion. Um, but you know, it, it, the competition worries me. And look, look, they're going to get tired of Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> and we, we're all going to get tired of him in five years, but the, by then you could be in a Super Bowl or two based on his track record. So I, I, don't, know what to, I don't know what to make of what they think at Hallis Hall. You know, Tommy would have a better sense of that um, than we would about what – I've heard, I've heard some things about what people think of him perhaps at Hallis Hall. I just, I just, I'm looking at his bottom line, man. And what is that? I mean, what do you hear again? Pretty... Refresh your memory. What, what do you think they think about him? That, that that he was he was liked in his time there. You know, well liked, liked. I mean, obviously That's what respected. I, remember. I mean, we're not even you know we're not even talking about respect because he's you know he's you know he's a he's a bear he's a dick of you know, he's, a, he's the end of that era. And so I, I don't think that anybody uh, looked at that as something that had a down element to it. If there's a down element is what you just mentioned, Sylvie, like are they going to hold anything against him from Michigan? I don't know the answer to that. What did you make of them going uh, out and, and on their home field and taking care of Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines? I think they're. I think they're going to win the national championship. Whoa! Um, I think I've been saying this for weeks now. I've been saying this for weeks. I know that Georgia and/or Alabama could be better, but you're talking about football. It's not a series. You're talking about, you know, you're talking about, you know, one game. And so, do I think that Michigan can win the national championship by winning two games? Yeah, I do. So that's what I'm looking at. I, I you know. Um, I think they I think they're going to be the best team in the country for the one day that it's for the two two days that it's required. And I think this will help them get through that. I think this will be you know, you you got to face something. I hate the word adversity in sports is the most it's more overused in culture. But the fact is you do have to face stuff. And I think Michigan will have Steeled itself and, and be ready for that. Uh, and Mike, on the topic of college football, if I would have told you several months ago, before the ball went in the air, that the head football coach of your alma mater was going to be voted wow. as the coach of the year in his conference, what would you have said? Wow. I would say, one, the people in charge of this search better be smart enough to hire him. <laughs> and two, that's not, that's not realistic. It's not realistic given what that school, my alma mater, has to overcome in the moment. That's not realistic is what I would have said. Pretty it, amazing. It wasn't. 
Pretty amazing. It's entirely amazing. They, I mean, David Braun has done a job that, come on, if, come on, I, look, I, I, I've been involved with all of this from the macro level as an alum booster watching on to, you know, I, there's no big secret. I mean, I'm one of the people that was involved in dealing with this whole thing, and I, he's done an amazing job. And I, I have a sense of the parents and the, and the kids because I, I talk to them. I listen to them. I don't have to talk. I listen to them. And the players love him. And they're not shy about saying it. And even the kids, I told you guys, maybe I didn't tell you, I couldn't tell you then. I mean, there are kids who said to me, look, I was thinking about transferring. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not even thinking about going anywhere. And the other kids who were thinking about going someplace, they're not going anywhere either. Okay? I had people tell me that straight up to my face. Uh, and in phone conversations. And that became apparent over those last few games. And, you know, it became certainly apparent uh, to our athletic director, who's been under some fire, Derek Gregg, who, 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 who understood this earlier than most. Because he was around it every day and he could see it and he could sense what the kids were feeling and what parents were feeling. And you can, you know, you Tommy, you know you've been in a, a building where – you know, you can feel the vibe of a team and, and, and what people are thinking of the folks in charge. And this is what happened. And it, it, it came gradually. It didn't come all at once. But, look, we're one school, Iowa school record field goal from being eight and four. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And if we had our quarterback healthy, I think we would have beaten Iowa and Nebraska. Now, I'm getting greedy. Yes, you are. But, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, you know, but, I, but, but come on now. I mean – it would you get greedy to think we could go seven and five, Tommy? What did you did you have a seven and oh five? Oh my gosh, no! I mean, and again, I will even say this: when it all happened, it kind of was such a turnoff. I stopped really watching the program. Right? I, it, I, yeah. I mean, I'm embarrassed to say to you, Mike. I don't think I watched more than five or ten I, minutes I, I of understand. any game this year. I didn't Dude, want to. I understand, and I, I get it. And I'm gonna tell you. We got, we got alums who felt the same way, in, in, at least in the moment. And we got people who said, tuned in people, who said stuff like, well, it's going to take 10 years to crawl out of this. And I remember thinking, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. it no, it, I think it you told to us, yes, that. that it wasn't going to, it didn't have to yeah, take I don't, this. Not with a, not with a, 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 a transfer portal yeah. and kids who can be recruited to go anywhere and play everywhere. I don't believe that. I didn't. You know, I never believed that. But I didn't believe seven and five. I listen. I didn't. I, mean, I didn't not watch because I was on some high horse, you know, boycott. No, no, I no. Didn't watch Tommy, because I don't take it you know what? I thought oh, they were going to be irrelevant this year. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, I was well, Will Bond, I was also turned off by the T-shirts. I thought Braun turned yeah. a blind eye to that. Like, uh, so well, th- he's not to please. I'm not going to blame him for that. He just stepped on campus, and you got staff and other coaches. You know, in the one case, in the case of the other coach involved, I, I'm not. I don't know if that person's been identified. That was just idiot behavior. Let me say that on the record. Um, but I hear you. I'm not offended by that feeling. I'm not, but wow, seven to five. He did yeoman's work, man. He yeah. did. He he did. Not only that, I heard somebody, whoever called Saturday's game, said not only should he be Big Ten Coach of the Year, he's the Coach of the Year in any sport. 
for, for, for having to, he took, he turned that thing on its head. And by the way, I just like talking to him. I like the way he talks about teaching. He understands that Northwestern is not going to go out and out recruit Michigan and Ohio state for, for five stars. He gets that. But what did he do? He worked, he worked in, he worked at the level of college football where you have to teach and you have to retain your players. And he gets the hard stuff. And the hard stuff is what our culture has to acknowledge, admit, and then embrace, which is you're not going to recruit, out-recruit Michigan and Ohio State for five stars. Now what are you going to do? We need a coach who can teach kids, who can develop them, who, who can you know, say, I don't know everything. And I, what I know of him, and I'm not, I don't want to try to put pressure on and make it sound like he's going to you know, be Newt Rockley next year. But what I have come to know of him in the past three months, and I, you know, I've been around a little bit, not as much as others, but around a little bit, I, I have come away just saying, yeah, 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 I like this guy. I like him. Uh, uh, the Bulls are a different story, Michael. Um, Ugh. Ugh. They, like they, Their performance against Toronto was brutal. Uh, their lead against Brooklyn evaporated on a drop. Yep. Uh, is here's the quote from AK today who decided to come out of his bunker and speak. Ooh. He said, Ooh. yeah, uh, of course, just to the, the writers because they were on the road. Um, we've never talked to him, by the way. He said, we uh, see what everyone else is seeing and we are just as frustrated. We're disappointed, but I'm not running from it. It's my responsibility. So, so that's, that's what you have to say. There's no, you know, Chris Rock has that famous line, you don't get special credit for doing what you're supposed to do. This is what he's supposed to do, take accountability. So no extra credit for that. I mean, you get, you get a nod and say, yeah, yeah. They're terrible. They're one of the five worst teams in the league. And by the way, I don't even know how that's happened given that they had the best defense in the league from January through April. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, one, you, when you have a fairly what appears to be a disinterested $200 million player, then that the, the NBA, I don't care who your coach and general manager, the NBA is only as good as your best players are willing to be, as tough and as good of leaders and as good in crunch time. And Zach Levine really is none of those. He's not good in crunch terrible in crunch time. He's not a leader. Um, and so the NBA is only as good as that. And, and by the way, we, we have to stop now. And by, by we, I mean I, have to stop with saying, well, you gotta, you know, you got to be lucky and you got to get one of the top three picks. No, you don't. No, you do not. Look at where Halliburton was chosen. Halliburton, who right now is first team all NBA, first team all NBA, was chosen after Patrick Williams. They got it wrong. By the way, who made that pick? AK. Okay, so that pick's wrong. <laughs> By the way, I think pick. that Tyrese Maxey, I think Maxey and Halliburton came after Patrick Williams. So now we can say, look, you know I've been holding off on this. I've been saying give him some time. You can be a late bloomer because Halliburton's a late bloomer. But now we know, right? So you can get Giannis at 15. You can get um, oh, somebody else. You can get Devin Booker at whatever he was, 10. You can get people you don't have to have a top three pick. As a matter, you can get Joker in the second round, for God's sake, because he was gotten there. So you look at, if you just look at 
the top the, – the, the, look at who I would have as MVP right now. Um, yeah, Anthony Edwards, who was chosen high. Where was Anthony Edwards chosen? Like third or fourth? Yeah, I think third. Was he? That, was, he? Was, it, was he the okay. first overall? He was one. He was one. Yeah. Was he one? Okay, yeah. so you, can st- you still don't mind being one. But Halliburton and some of these Joker, Giannis, Maxie was 21st. Were, Tyrese Maxey was, was picked 20, 21st. Tyre, no, Tyrese Maxey was picked Oh, Maxey. Yeah. So Maxey and Halliburton were guys the Bulls could have had. So you got to be good with scouting. And for so long, you know, I harp on this. I tell you guys that guard packs, for all the grief they were given, they were able to go into the draft and identify people and get them. They did it multiple times. And so I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think that I think that you have to you have to scout the world and get it right. Yeah, well, we, we are. We are. One hundred percent. You know, yeah. we're in a sports malaise right yeah. now. But uh, uh, you want to? Well, we're not. We're, we're not in the malaise with the Bears. The Bears are still on the verge of something promising. I don't. I don't feel bad about the Bears at all. Is it? It's not even taking longer than I thought because I didn't think this year was going to amount to anything anyway. But the first year of the GM and all that, I didn't think I wasn't looking at this year. So the Bears, the Bears still have these picks. They, they they still have an. I believe Justin Fields is an asset. It may not work out with us. I want it to. Um, I think I still. You can't tell me that this group is going to coach modern day offense in the NFL. How about that? How about my how about my timing last night when I texted you guys about the penalties and they get two on one right play yeah, right as, as I'm texting? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, were, come on now. Last year they're one yeah. of the least penalized teams in the league, and this year I think they're fourth. Yeah, I could I could I feel think, the are anger. They fourth. But yeah, mean, you can't have that. That's that's a direct reflect, reflection of coaching. So I don't I don't feel terrible about them. I don't feel great, but I don't feel terrible. I don't know where the Cubs are going. By the way, I meant to text you guys to give you credit for being more into this Otani thing. Every time I pick up some rag now or some legitimate source of news and information about the baseball hot soap, I hear about Otani and the Cubs, and I go, who's writing this stuff? Waddling Sylvie? Yeah. Who's doing this? Yeah. I'm going to get a house. Arlington Heights. That's right. I thought that was based on something else. No, that's the uh, Otani. Yeah. Tell me it would never happen. That was happen. Otani? Yeah. Okay, but you still have to. Okay, so 1 in 10, with 10 being he's ready for an introductory press conference at Wrigley, 1 being, ha, Wilbon laughing a month ago, where do you believe the Cubs are with Otani right this moment? 5. 1 to 10. 5. That, like, I've heard, like, they have a chance, but it's not that there are, there are, there are roadblocks. And it's not on yeah, the, the not, Dodgers not, would be one. Right. Of them. And it's not on the Cubs end. Like, the Cubs are go, the Cubs are full go. It's like right. about him and like maybe not wanting the Cubs circus. And 
you know, in L.A., he can just sort of be him. And What is uh, the Cub Circus? Well, you know, in Chicago, you are the man, and everyone follows you, and you are the star of stars. In L.A., you're blending in oh, with all the Hollywood oh. stars, and he may not want to be the star of stars. Then you he know what? If he doesn't want to be the star of stars, he's not, then he's never going to be the player we want him to be. Well, yes, he would. Right? I mean... But no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, he, he wouldn't. He's never even been in the playoff game yet. Well, I know Something. that's not his, his fault. I mean, he's he's contributing. You know what? You know what? The greatest, the greatest athlete in the history of Chicago always wanted to be the show. Always, always. We need to take everything off the Jordan platform and put it to use about what we know about stardom. Not that somebody can play up to that level, but you got to be willing to have that. And by the way, we also got to watch. 34, okay, in the Sweetness. Midnight Blue. Yeah. And he never shied away from anything ever, even when his teams were bad. Yeah, but we, so we, never, we never said about Walter that, oh, he never won. He ne- he's not worth anything in the 70s. We knew that despite them not winning, he was still the real deal. So don't, like, say right. just because Shohei didn't win that he's not doing his thing. No, I'm saying I don't want to pay a guy – the greatest salary in the history of baseball and expect him to deliver something. And he's scared to be the man in, in uh, come on at, now, at least from a, a front facing role. Hey, then real, I don't want real quick, do. Mike, real, real quick. I, I hate to interrupt you guys when you're having this That's great right. conversation and, and, and give you whiplash. Uh, but before we go, <laughs> we were informed that your crew, NBA crew and the TNT crew will be combined for the in-season tournament semifinals broadcasts. Is that I correct? just heard that today. What, what I do just you got a you text just heard? You don't even know about I, this? I, I'm telling you right now. I got a text message on the way to work. From so I got a text message four hours ago saying, oh, by the way, can you be on the set with the boys and then I see the same text was the same text chain involved Stephen A. And he said, Great, I'm down. And I just text, Great, I'm down too. So I have no, you guys are telling me stuff I did not know. That's what we do. We so do, you're going to be on with Ernie and Barkley and Shaq and Kenny. Well, I don't know who's going to be like, so are all four of them? I'm going to call Charles as soon as I hang up the phone because Charles will not conference him in. Well, you want to conference him in? Conference Barkley. I would love that. That would be how great. Uh, can you be. conference him in? So, uh, see if he'll pick up. Is it? He'll pick up. He may be. He may be. Who, who's, busy. Night, who's night is it tonight? Doing the NBA. What's it? Tuesday. Their night. So is he on now? Turner. Not yet. Call, call, he'll be call, on the half call an hour. right now. Call right now, Tyler. Let's see while Charles will answer. Charles will answer during a commercial not, break. You know that. Not when. Okay. Let's see. Let's see if he'll pick up when Tyler calls. And just I had say no that we got idea. Will here. Until, like, today at 3 o'clock. I had no idea. Okay. I'm loving this. M- Mike, I love those guys. Does does Stephen A. try to steal the stage or the spotlight if he's on the <laughs> same know. set with I, Barkley and Shaq and Kenny? I have no idea. Yeah. I expect everybody's behavior to be whatever it is already. Oh, I know you'll be cool and with it all. I, I, I love those guys. I've only known, you know... I've only known two of them for 40 years. Right. And, you know, I mean, Charles for 40 and Kenny since, gosh, Kenny since they played in the tournament. 
in the mid 1980s. That is 40 years. Do you have Shaq a good, since the early 90s. I was going to say, do you have a good relationship also with Shaq? Yes, Shaq. Let me just tell you, when, when Michael left the league, re- retired, the most important player, the most important personality in the NBA immediately after Michael's retirement was Shaquille O'Neal. There's no mm-hmm. question about that. And Shaq, God, there were any number of times where I would be in Miami or before that be in L.A. and ask Shaq to do something, take some extra minutes, take some extra time. Shaq was as good to me as a sports writer as anyone. As anyone, and that includes Michael and Magic and Charles. Okay, maybe just under those three. But Shaquille O'Neal helped me immeasurably. I can never thank him enough, never, and love him. And so I don't have that kind of everyday relationship with Shaq, who's a little younger than me than I have with the guys I just mentioned, obviously. But I love, yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't interact with Shaq as often, but Shaq, I, I, I owe Shaq in a way that I will never be able to repay him. So I got nothing but good things to say about Shaquille O'Neal and his t- and my time covering the league when he was in it. By the way, we got, sent, we got sent to voicemail. Yeah. Charles didn't pick him. Well, Charles is probably in a production meeting yeah. getting ready to go on well, the actual what, what, what does a production meeting with Charles really go like? Hey, Charles, we need you on set at 7. He's like, okay, I'll be there. I have... I, <laughs> I mean, really? I have, I have seen Charles, you know, maybe sort of like walk into the studio as people are being mic'd up. So yeah. I, I, I love those. I've been in Atlanta. I have gone to hang out there. Never being on set with those guys, but I have hung out with them. It's one of the cool things of your life if you like hanging around TV studios and just seeing how it goes. So, yeah, I'm excited about whatever this is that, I'm, that I've agreed to do. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah, the Sun-Times says, Jeff Agrest has written, that inside the NBA will have Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Shaquille O'Neal, along with Stephen A. Smith and Michael Wilbon. Awesome. Well... It's good that it's good that I was told about this and signed off on it about a minute and a half ago. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Michael. As we, if I'm going to say no. Yeah, 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 no, you would never. All right, we no. appreciate it. We'll talk Thanks, next Mike. week. All right, you guys, be good. There you go. There's uh, Will Bond. Uh, really uh, good stuff. We went long, too. We will uh, air a, a couple holiday parody songs and more of your phone calls coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. All right, uh, again, the holiday parody song contest is in uh, full gear. Let's go. And uh, a week from Friday is the deadline. So you have about, what, 11 more days or so? Uh, get them in at ESPNParody.com. Grand prize this year is a year's worth of groceries from Joel Osco and a gift card from American Sale. It's a great gift for the grand prize winner. The five finalists will perform at her big holiday party on December 15th at Bub City in Rosemont. Put that on your on your calendar. Because what a that's, great location for this. Yeah, it's going to be a great party. Um, we love Bub City. Um, the Rosemont location is super festive, too, if you've never been to that area. 
It is awesome. They've got a skating rink right in the middle there. Plenty of parking there. Um, they've got all the bourbon, all the smoked meats, uh, lots of room for all of our fans and a big stage for the performances. And it's more than just a, a, a day where we have the performances for the holiday parody song competition, but we just have a, a day to celebrate uh, the holidays with all of our great fans. All right, uh, what do we have right now, Tyler, that you want to debut? We have a couple of songs. Yes, we've got three good ones. A little bit longer. Maybe we'll save it for a little later. But uh, let's let, let's get to them. All right, all right. Um, do you want a fecal transplant or yes. an Eberflus song? Fecal all right, are, are they the same? Oh wow! <laughs> oh no, wow. I didn't say wow. that. <laughs> no. Not not till the end of the season. By the way, hmm. you can listen to the Matt Eberflus show right here the day after a game at two ten. Right. Um, So, all right, our friend Trey Tunes, to the tune of Frosty the Snowman, presents us Fecal Transplant. Oh, yeah, it's your boy Trey Tunes, and I'm in the building once again. It feels so good to be back. A fecal transplant is something that is real. Who would have ever knew? That a piece of poo could improve the way you feel. When Sylvie heard this, he did not think it was true. No. Guess you can say he was a septic skeptic, and I was one too. There must have been some microorganisms in that donor's poo they found. When they placed it in Marjorie's GI tract, it turned her life around. Now, a believer, fecal transplants are legit, if the doctors can't help you get better, then try a piece of, so if you are hurting, then give this a look, I sure wish we could give this to the Chicago Bears playbook. I gotta tell you, I think this is one of Trey Tunes' best entries. That's one of the best (laughs) set of lyrics we've gotten. Yes. And boy, did he brought it home with the Bears playbook line. Yes. I thought that was one of Trey's best efforts in years, recent years. I love it. Well done, Trey. Trey Tunes. I love it. That was good. It's good. Boy, I That's that, better than advertised. That's a that's the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean you're covering Chicago sports on a daily <laughs> that's basis. That's true. Wow, he, he could be the new leader in the clubhouse. I ooh. think so. <laughs> you say poo or ooh? I said ooh, but the other works too. Kevin over there peddling almonds. I think he's a little high. Abdallah doesn't want any almonds either. I don't know what the... He goes around like a creeper asking people if he wants almonds. I'm being a good teammate. He just said, hey, can I get you some of my nuts? Kids, stay away from the almond man. Come on, Adam. Have a handful. Uh, that's Casey. good. We're on a roll. What's next? All right. The can, next can anything one. else live up to that now? This one, I don't think we'll live up to that one, but this one I think is another very good one. This is from Ryan Holmes to the tune of Here Comes Santa Claus, Here Comes Eberflus. 
Here comes Eberflus, here comes Eberflus, right down Bad Coach Lane. Hi, neighbor. With Tressman, Nagy, Fox, the McCaskies pulling on the reins. Gets is screening, fans are screaming, Justin throwing time. And if you care, please say a prayer for this Bear fan here tonight. Here comes Eberflus, here comes Eberflus, right down Bad Coach Lane. He's got a plan with tricks up his sleeve, he believes we can win the game. What tricks you have, Coach, please explain them with beautiful plan in mind. Did you go call Coach Jim Harbaugh to help you steal some signs? Here comes Eberflus, here comes Eberflus, right down Bad Coach Lane. With Tressman, Nagy, Fox, the McCaskies need to sell this team. Gets his scheme and no rhyme, no reason. Green Bay put a mole inside. And if you care, please say a prayer for this bear fan here tonight. What happened? Yeah, it just cut off. Just cut off? Listen, I got what I got. All right. It was, that was it? It just cuts off. Did you guys do that on purpose? No. It just did it on its own. It was a. He was like, I just give up. <laughs> that's like all a, I got. That was, was like, like a the Bears Saturday versus the Lions. Live skit yeah, that all doesn't I got. have an ending. <laughs> just, that's all I got. <laughs> trimmed it. Fade to black. <laughs> all right. It was a little busy with yeah, a lot of was. drops. Like I liked the where he put the throw it in there. And, but a little too busy with all the different voices. I think the efforts have been very good, though, so far. Yes. Yes. And you know me. I'm normally a little bit down on it. But so far, I think both of those have been all okay. right. Like, I think he could workshop that into something better. Like, if he goes back to the drawing board, he's got the foundation of a good song. I'm still, if I have to choose between the two, which I don't, I'm going to go with the fecal transplant. Right, but song. but again, it's it's not over. Don't pronounce this thing over. No, yet. no, I'm just uh, saying. The today. Bears thought they won today. when they were up twelve, and and they the next thing they lost, like champs. Wait, I mean that that was a struggle, and they didn't put it away like champs either. I would. Oh, you have one more? Or is it too long? Should we play it with uh, Black and Abdallah? Let's see. I mean, it's long, and I, but I don't think you have to listen to the whole thing. Well, what, that's, like, what, what does that mean? I, I think they just made it too long. It, it should have just, they should have cut it after a minute. Well, it's let, a three-minute song. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, well, let's no. hear it. Black and Abdallah are experts. They're experts. Let's hear it with them, okay? Because they're, they're our gongs. They're, they're the ones who used to be the ones that it would never make it past. So I want to know if it would even make it past them back in the day. You're new at this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down there, son. Take I, a seat. I didn't son him. Yes, you did. This. You guys, you down, guys can son. take care of this the rest of the yeah. day. Right, well. You grab some of Kevin's nuts in there and sit back and have a relaxation period. <laughs> we'll uh, crosstalk with Black and Abdallah coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. By the way, our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000. Chicago and YouTube Live is brought to you by Few Whiskey. We'll be at uh, Benny's Beverage Depot. With the champs. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. It's uh, 6.30 to 8.30. We'll be tasting few whiskey. 
Oh, God. Oh, that is so oh, gross. You guys miss that? No. Uh, not a part of it, no. We do. We Your miss presence, doing it. Yeah. Uh, yes, but not that sound effect. <laughs> Sorry, Sylvia. So what is uh, Fortune Fancies the Bold? It does. And Fancies Us last year because we won. A few whiskey. Fortune oh. Fancies the Bold. All right. <laughs> Can't wait for tomorrow. Hey, we're, we're looking for a repeat. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Confident? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Always. why? Are our... you guys like snobby confident? No, or no, are you no. just we... like... Here, no. Here's our philosophy. This is what we used last year. It's the same approach that we have this year. We want something that's approachable for the everyman. Yeah. So so we're not, you know, snooty whiskey guys. It it's like leather. This is something that we think. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Carmen's got the notebook out. Yeah, he's writing he's all he was getting mad as, as people. He thought people were <laughs> yeah. trying to look at his notes. Yeah, I'm trying right. to film like, video of yeah. the, this event that we he's had. Like, get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care what your notes say, dude. Yeah. That, that, was, that was funny. Abdallah and I are both taking video, and Abdallah goes to walk up next to, to Carmen taking a sip. He covers his notepad like yeah. we were trying to cheat. Sylvia like, and I were what? just picking numbers. We weren't even picking by taste. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> something that we like. Hopefully you like it as well. So you guys got a three minute song? I wouldn't have even clicked on it. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, it's got to be good. You got to enter at ESPNParody.com. The deadline is a week from Friday. Tyler w- wanted to play this though because he pulled it and then now, now he's telling minutes. us we don't have to play the whole thing. Oh, if you don't have to play the whole thing, then, then it's not, it's worth, not playing. worth playing. Well, I think I it's more of a reflection it. on the rest that we've gotten. I want to oh, hear okay. what you heard and made your conclusion. That's what I want to hear. Let's hear it. All right. This is from Daniel Kushner to the tune of Mele Kalikimaka, Where is Yannick Ngakwe? <laughs> Yannikingakwe is the thing we say <laughs> on a crisp Chicago Sunday day. Good voice. Very. Maybe he's stuck in Indy on a rain delay. And he'll be here soon as he can board the plane. We all had big dreams of sacking the QB. The Colts, the Raiders, and the Ravens all would agree. But where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask When the Bears suit up at Soldier Field Where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we sigh On a breezy Chicago Sunday night Okay. Maybe he's at Julasco in the produce aisle <laughs> Stocking up on groceries for the holiday Okay We've been waiting from the time the season started But the only place we've seen him since is on a milk cart So where is Yannick Ngakwe is the thing we ask <laughs> When a bear suit up at Soldier Field That's a good song, so it goes it's on for so how much it's longer? It's so unique, though. Yeah, still got 90 yeah. seconds no, left on no, this. No, 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 I want to know where gonna, else Unique Ngakwe is. It's not going to get no, any no, better. No, no, no. in trouble. Nah, no, see, drops. No, let's not sugarcoat it. It's been a flat-out disaster. Oh, drops. I hate drops. I hate drops. Yeah. Out on drops. He was at Jewel Osco. Yeah. That was good. Tyler, have you done the PSA yet to people? That have was good. Have you had to do this yet? Yeah, I do it. Uh, I like, like it. Uh, my thing is, like, I like d- it. I, I judge this, or was the first... That was a good song. The first line, the line of, defense. of first defense. Yeah, the line of first defense for this for about six years. And uh, every once in a while, I'd have to say, all right, guys, no drops, enough. Unless they're, like, 
really, really good. They never sound great because it's no. most of the times people recording off the radio or something like that. And the other thing is, if I hear "We've Got Eberflus and and like it's like okay, I get it. It's the same song every day. We've got fields and we've blah, only gotten blah, blah. one of those. Oh my god, which is. A lot fewer than I thought we would get. Thank I God. like I like that song. I thought that was good. That was a good song. Yeah. But like, I don't know if it. I'd want to listen to it for another no, ninety two seconds. Stanzas or yeah. two, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Two verses. That's all you need. Two verses in a chorus. That was out. creative. That was yeah. nice. I like that. Use use the uh, drops like. What would you say? Like salt and pepper. Just a little dash. Yeah. A little bit. A little dash. I'm, I'm out on all season. of them. I don't, I don't you like don't any, want any of them. drops? No. Like, I like a good fair throw it every now and then. Throw it! Yes. That's but good. Not too many. Yeah, it's. I, I it's feel been a like. Good uh, cap I feel like uh, the drop or two hasn't there. The drops yeah. is. Uh, leave, a, leave that to the professionals, type of thing. I, I feel like those of us in the, the building drops. are unless better at that than than those making parody unless songs. Unless your song is all drops, like the Go Go Bears. Yeah, one, like that's different. Go, 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 go Bears. Bears. Can you go, find go, that for Bears. us tomorrow when we cross talk with you? Such a good oh, one. I could probably find it. That's We're ending the show. Ditka sausage tree for me as well. Song. That song. That's I've always class. wanted the, them to play Go Go Bears yeah. on the Jumbo Yeah, oh, that would be that good. Like, and, and now we, 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 yeah, we tried we to get that for them. We could have some pull now. That would be the best really? ever if they could do, do we that. We really have some pull. I think now. we have less pull now. Okay. Do you think so? <laughs> we know all the people now. Yeah. At least we do. Like, there will be no one in the building on like New Year's Eve. <laughs> so well, you, Christmas you, Eve. You telling me? They're going to be looking on make their fourth in a row. Go-Go Bears is super old, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like, I think it was my we'll first year. We'll find it year. tomorrow. All right. All right. You we guys have go to go. Now. All right. Uh, thank you today to Michael Wilbon. Kev Bo. Kev Bo. Kev Bo. Thank you, Kev. And Matt Eberflus. Can we thank, yeah, thank the coach for joining us today at 210. Matt Eberflus. Thank you. And we Tyler. are brought to you by Steinhoffels. And uh, Crosstalk, yes. Yeah. Brought to you by Steinhoffels, the newest store in Harwood Heights. Is your hand in his back? Like, right now. I'm just reading what's I can being use highlighted. that every now and then, yes. Very good. All right, for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. He's got his it's, alumni jacket. I'm looking at him. To Victory Tuesday, yeah, brother. Like, he's like going I feel to, like I told him when he school. walked in, I said, are you going to ask me to go steady? And yeah. then we have that. He's the letterman. And I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. playing hard to get. I'm going to ask you to turn about. Okay, All right, Black and Abdallah next. Later. Have a great night.